When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It wasn't strange that Port got beaten, but to be beaten by eight or yeah. nine goals was. And, and Collingwood, again, just to me, I think they are the clear favourite. Let's welcome the man that would know that sees them every week, Dwayne Russell. Hi, Dwayne. David, bloody great to be with you. Where do you, do you, do you think Collingwood now have just pushed ahead of the rest a, a little bit? Well, they're going to get every final of the MCG. So that's, they've got that advantage coming to them, especially if they're facing a Port Adelaide or a Brisbane Lions, for that matter, if they have a final at the MCG against one of those or a grand final, they're going to have overwhelming support, especially if it's a, a final outside the grand final where you know 20,000 of the people there are going to be theatre-goers and just pick who they barrack for. It's going to be a huge advantage for them. But then again, if they play Melbourne, you know, it's a little bit different as well. I think Melbourne, as you guys know, they're still trying to work their forward line out. Uh, I think we'll get a better idea of where Port Adelaide really is against Collingwood this coming Friday night, so that'll be good for us all. Or Saturday night, so that'll be good for us all to to find out in truth what Port Adelaide is like in comparison to Collingwood, even though it's going to be a little bit different because it's an Adelaide Oval game. I think Brisbane's still a contender. I think they're genuinely a contender because I think they've got a, enough talent. Their kids are really good. Uh, they're mature guys. Sometimes they're a bit up and down, but I think they're pretty good as well. Yeah, they didn't beat Melbourne at the MCG, but they went damn close. They so should have, yeah. Whether you want to read into that as good or bad. So, no, I think there's a few contenders. Collingwood could lose a player with injury or two. You know, things are going really well for Collingwood at the moment, but... Uh, the grand final is tomorrow. Uh, it'll be fantastic for him, but there's still a few months of footy to play out. How much get, how much better can Nick Dacos get? We're talking second season, Dwayne, but he, he's doing it yeah. all now. Uh, he's unbelievable. Reminds me, he's got vision like Scott Pendlebury, but he's got a few other weapons too. He's an amazing kid. Yeah, do you think this not having PlayStation uh, in your lounge room for <laughs> seven hours a day and just going out and kicking the footy? Both sides of your body. Do you think that'll catch on with kids of the current generation? <laughs> hey, I've just got a footy in my hand all day, every day, and uh, I'm using both sides of my body, and uh, this is what I want to do as my craft and my full-time job. You reckon that'll catch on? Dwayne, I, I know I know it did with you, and it certainly did with me, and Carry probably and same with you, David. Yeah. I mean, you just you live with a footy in your bedroom. Sleep nearly. with it. Yeah, almost. So, yeah, I, I get that. But he's had a father and a brother. Would have been fantastic in the backyard. Chick train all their tricks in the ground, wouldn't it? Amazing skills. Terrific. Hey, Dwayne, just a quick one. The Western Bulldogs. I know there's a bit, a bit of talk in Melbourne and, and around. That, that I've just had a look. They play the Giants, Richmond, Hawthorne, West Coast and Geelong. So they've got a fair run home. Can they make it, do you think? Well, I think St Kilda's the most vulnerable and yet St Kilda's got a you know relatively kind draw as well. Um they can, yeah. but at the same time, how much damage are they going to do when they get in there? Um, their forward line, if you've got a forward like, or well, even Todd Marshall missed a few on the weekend, so bad example, but if you've got a forward that kicks straight a lot of the time, it's a hell of a lot better than, you know, Jamara's still a bit iffy in front of goal. So Aaron Norton's iffy in front yeah, of goal. Yeah. So if you get them on a day on, then they could kick straight and they could beat the best of teams. But if all of a sudden things go wrong, Fremantle quite a few years ago in a grand final just couldn't get it right in front of goal and probably, you know, almost lost the grand final because of their bad kicking. So it depends on which Western Bulldogs turn up. Their midfield's great. I mean, Bottom Pelly 
outside of yeah. Nick Dacos is probably the best player in the comp, outside of Zach Butters and Nick Dacos. Uh, the, the clearance beast that is Tom Libertore is just it's crazy how hard he fights for every little morsel that he can get clearance-wise. So they've got a pretty good starting square, you know, threesome when you count that English is probably on track to be All-Australian Ruckman as well. So they've got enough there. I don't know about their back line, whether that's going to be strong enough against the good opponents, but forward of the ball, they should be kicking more scores than they do. We spoke about Port Adelaide, Dwayne, at the top of the show, and um, we're talking about Tom Jonas and, and Boak, and footy can pass people by very quickly. Dixon's probably the other one, that, but they need him up front. Where do you see Port, and, and what do you do with a, a Tom Jonas and, to a lesser extent, Travis Boak? Well, who else have they got when it comes to Jonas or another key position player? How long is McKenzie going to be out for? Um, that's the other thing. Is he? If you got, if, can you protect him a little bit when it comes to the defence? Because it's hard because you, you're kind of dictated to as a defender these days as to where you go and where you're taken. So they probably can't predict, protect him as much as they would like to. But I, I still think they've got to play him with McKenzie out because I'm not. I don't watch the sample. Have you guys got an idea? No, of no, who would be next up if you didn't play him? Collingwood don't have a, a massive forward line. They've got Bergwin playing no. tall, Burton plays tall, and Aaliyah. So um, look, I, I hope he gets another crack at it you know, and plays well, but he just looked totally out of it last week. And when you think about the forward lines that Port might be coming up against as well, so you mentioned Collingwood, it's not necessarily the best forward line to cop, and yet they tend to get the job done. It's a makeshift forward line. And Melbourne's the same. They're trying to work their forward line out. So all of a sudden, there's not a match-up for a taller guy like Tom Jonas. You might be able to leave him out completely and just play a smaller uh, lot of guys in that forward line. That's the other thing you've got an option is to you know, how you measure up against other teams. So, and the showdown the week after, well, Thilthorpe's not in the best of form either. Um, so that's, that's the other thing that Adelaide's trying to work out, their forward line going forward if Thilthorpe doesn't fill that role. So maybe you can take a chance on not putting a taller guy on Thilthorpe that next week after. Geelong's going to be the hard one because if you've got Jeremy Cameron, and that's who the Port play the week after Adelaide, um, Geelong are flying when it comes to their forward line. Tom Hawkins, Jeremy Cameron, they're almost unstoppable when they're the, the two keys. Disappointing loss by Adelaide. I mean, they've lost three of their last four when they're in that position. But I think I've heard today that they've lost games five times while leading reasonably comfortably at three-quarter time. And they've got what we think is the best fitness guy on the land, Darren Burgess. So how do you actually work that out? What What is it? Is it just their, is it their main players go missing a bit when it comes to the crunch? The defensive... The Giants is probably a bit underrated. Sam Taylor's arguably yeah, yeah, the best defender in the comp. I mean, we could talk about Alia, Alia, and Darcy yeah. Moore, and 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 May and Lever at Melbourne, but uh, Sam Taylor's just a, an absolute dream to have as a player. And what he did to Tex after quarter time was ridiculously good. So, yeah, I'm I'm a bit worried about Adelaide's depth as well. So, you know, when when some of their key guys, when Rochelle sort of loses the plot, can't get the ball, when Rankin has a night off. Um, yeah, what have they got to bring in? So, um, yeah, I don't know if their list is good enough to play finals this year, but if it's not good enough to play finals this year, will it be any better next year if Sloan and Tex are a year older and, and Riley Philthorpe doesn't kick on for, to become the next big guy forward? So where are they at long-term, not just short-term, is, a, is yeah. an issue I think that Adelaide's got to address. I think a few of their kids are running out of puff. Just on Edwin Kingsley, Dwayne, what a... Magnificent job he's done with the Giants. They won five on the trot. They've got structure. They're kicking more goals. I like the way they're playing their footy. But, you know, after perhaps a tough start, he's done some great stuff, hasn't he? 
Yeah, absolutely, 100% spot on. And the well, they've won more games than last year already. They finished 16th last year. So what he's been able to do this year, given that he's new coach, and we hear from new coaches quite a bit, oh, it's going to take me a couple of months to get the game plan bedded in. And uh, he's actually been able to mould that team pretty well. He's got a great defence. I think he's got... What he's got in the midfield, or what he's got in general, is the Gold Coast don't have. They, the Gold Coast have been in the comp one year longer than the Giants, and yet they've only got one 200-gamer, David Swallow. The rest of those guys have kind of departed or can't get a game that they've chosen in the draft. The Giants have got four. There's about to be five 200-game players that are stuck around. Whitfield, Kelly, Green. Haynes is on the verge of 200 games, even though he's not playing at the moment. So they've got a really good core of players as well, a core senior group who are pretty damn reliable. Cornelio had a bad year, but they're all really reliable right now. And Toby Green's up there with the best players in the comp. Yeah. Hey, just uh, I want to give Craig McRae a medal for changing the way the game's approached, that we do get teams now taking it on through the middle. They, he's trying to... No kicking backwards. I mean, it, it has been just so refreshing. I can't believe I'm actually barracking for Collingwood. It's quite sickening when you think about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's just it makes the game so much better for the fans for the players that you can see they're enjoying their footy, Dwayne. Now you know you were coached by some very good coaches, obviously, and that was the way the game was played then. It's great to see this coming back, and there's some others now following him. Yeah, and look, I mean, I've praised you probably enough for for people listening to this channel, Blighty. But I think that aggressive, we're going to score, we're going to kick a big number. Uh, I'm backing you to attack kind of approach is something that, you know, it builds belief in your own ability to be the best you can possibly be as opposed to here's the game plan, you've got to be stodgy, you can't actually use your full repertoire of your own skill set because we're going ultra-defensive. But it did, it did date back to that era too, Blighty. I think, you know, even John Cale, to me, he, he was a... Well, I shouldn't call him a used car salesman, but he sold you to yourself. Yes. So yes. he made you believe you yep. could be a really good player. Yep. And that was the essence of the greatness of his coaching, and I think that's what Craig McRae kind of does. He looks at all of his players and says, how can I make you feel great about yourself and how can I allow you to be the best you can be? And it's with this game plan that people just want to get out there and play. It's a, it's a delight, Blighty. You're spot on, and it's a beautiful thing. Let's hope it, well, if it wins a flag this year, it might catch on as well, which would be great. Just yeah. in 30 seconds, Dwayne, you've both got a Geelong relationship. Any chance for the Cats if they finish, you know, six, seven, eight, or even five of going all the way? Yes, for me, um, because they'll get all their home finals at the MCG, the way they're going. If they finish fifth or sixth, uh, they might get lucky and get home finals all the way. And if they do have to travel, if they've got a full-strength team, uh, they're going to be pretty damn good. They are the reigning premiers. Yeah, great yeah, stuff. I, I couldn't agree more. I, yeah, they'd be dangerous to play. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, always good to talk to you guys any time. Thanks, Dwayne. Dwayne Russell there.